everybody. Welcome back to Gab with Gwen, your favorite podcast. This is episode 40. I can believe it, four, four zero episodes, wild. And we have the MVP, VIP, yes. back in the building, Slim. Still alive, y'all. I'm still alive. <laughs> We're doing a couple episodes in the, in the same day. Hey, um, and that. We need to give them hope. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't want to, you know, aside from, you know, everyone living through the drama of the pandemic, uh, we want to talk about shit that's going on that's honestly going under the radar yeah. because it's only politics and, you know, the public health crisis that's at the top. But some shit has been going on and yeah. we need to talk about it. I know. We need to distract ourselves with it. So let's start with, because you know, when we first were going to meet, um, we, you know, what really came up was there was a, a story that really, honestly, I feel like it's just maybe on like black social networks that came up, but um, it really, it should be with anybody, uh, which was Andrew Gillum, mm. who is a politician from Florida, I think Tallahassee, is yes. like the mayor or something like that. Load of freak. Who suddenly got caught with um a man in a hotel room who overdosed on dr- on meth on top talking about drugs meth An escort again meth amphetamines and then came to find out like the man was not just a friend but a, a, you know a known gay male escort on on fucking crystal meth bro <laughs> shit holy shit so He's a husband. He's a father of three uh, young children. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 I didn't know all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's Lord. yeah. He the man is forty years old. Father of three young children. Um, he told officers he was in town for a wedding. Oh. Um, <laughs> friends said he was supposed to officiate at the celebration, but was a no show. Okay, and he was he was found in Miami Beach. Okay. In mm. South in a South Beach hotel with an overdose victim who's known to be a porn star performer. Oh my and he God. advertises services as a gay male escort. Okay? Wait, wait, wait. How do you go from supposed to be officiating at a wedding to being in a Miami hotel with an escort? Girl. How did that happen? Well, listen. So I think he's now at this point. This happened a while ago, a few weeks back. But I, I think he... Um, I bet he's glad about coronavirus. Has, you know, stepped out of politics, which makes it... Uh, let's break this down. I want to break this down, and I want to break this down <laughs> in a way that people don't feel like... It's salacious. Let's be real. It's salacious. And you know they're going to make an SVU episode about this. It's salacious, and I don't want people to be like, oh, it's because, you know, it's, it's not anti-LGBT or anything like that. It... It this comes down to why does this keep happening? Mm. Why do we keep seeing and it's not just black ones, it's like all of these male politicians living these double ass lives. Yeah. But at this point, why? Like it's twenty twenty. You don't have I mean, come on, we had one but democratic presidential candidate who's a happily gay married man. Yeah, but you he don't didn't. have to fake it anymore. Yeah, but he he wasn't going to ever make it. People weren't going to really vote for him. Hmm. Look, if he's forty, this has been obviously in 
Okay, so let's let's stop. So let's 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 break it down a few ways. Okay. One. So obviously they get a nine one one call. Someone is um, overdosed. Things like that. And, but in this fucking crystal meth, Jesus. Okay. I know. Damn. Like the lowest of the low. I'm sorry. Yes, there's a hierarchy of drugs. <laughs> and yes, bro, that's that's some old wild trailer park selling your ass shit. Like yeah. that is crystal meth does not have any good stories with it. Okay. So the question is. Because in his own defense, right? Because he can probably try to say, I wasn't there. It was just a guy. Do we think he was doing drugs? Was he doing crystal math? Yeah. Was he having, was he paying for an escort? Uh, I I want to know his background. Or was it just like an innocent, oh, just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time? Oh, no, 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 no. You know that's not. No. I know. I know it's not. So, bro. Crystal meth, like, sir, what is wrong with your fucking life? <laughs> That's number yeah, one. Because wait, what's like, what's your, what was the gateway drug? I'm sorry. The gateway drug, like, there's always a, like, where did it start? Okay, I don't know about. Listen, I don't know what it started with, blah blah blah. But to me, when you end up on crystal meth, and I'm, not, I don't know if he tested positive for crystal meth. He may not have. I'm not sure, but the guy did. But to me. And the guy had crystal meth on him. So you saw the guy doing crystal meth or you didn't see it. And honestly, meth heads generally don't look that great. Yeah. So. But isn't you... that strange? Like, you know what? I'm, let's let's get a little crystal meth to kind of relax and lighten the mood. Wouldn't you start off with some wine or some marijuana first? Well, that's the thing. Maybe he wasn't doing the crystal meth. He could have been. I think he was drunk. He was drunk. Well, it um, says the former Tallahassee mayor was found vomiting and intoxicated with Dyson at the Mondrian South Beach, according. So, vomiting, intoxicated. That doesn't. Yeah, he was he, drunk. He was drunk, but he he didn't he didn't have crystal meth in his system. Okay. So my point is though that you know maybe he didn't do meth with the guy. Maybe he didn't know the guy had meth on him. However, okay, meth has just generally don't look good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so and he obviously would have looked like he was under the influence of something. Plus, you're drunk. Um, like, yo, why did your life get to this point? And look, I get it. You know what? You're young, and he wants to live. And he's if he's forty, he grew up like born in I guess the eighties or seventies, depending. Yeah, and yeah. he grew up in the eighties and nineties, and. You know, maybe, you know, in black families, you know, probably not so easy. Yeah. I'm trying he to figure to... out if he's like of Haitian descent or. Yeah, some type of Caribbean, probably. Right. Some type of West so... Indian. Right. And right. felt like he had to live, you know, the quote unquote straight and narrow path and get married and have children with a woman. However, it appears from this incident that you may have had other interests. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Correct. But, but I just don't think you need to bring a whole family down with you. But but this this is an ongoing problem. Yeah. Well, you it's know, when I first problem. heard about the story, I thought of Marion Barry. Which well, the, what, the drug piece, yes. Marion yeah, Barry, yes. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? So, I just feel that it reveals one we have a lot, a, a far way to go in terms of societal acceptance of the LGBT community because what is hurtful and honestly unnecessary 
is for you to marry a woman, yeah. be with her, and that might not be where interest lies. Now, I'm going to defend myself. People are like, well, how do you know he's not fluid? Maybe he likes men and he likes women. And da-da. I'm going to take from the detail of the story that he's not fluid like that because you got to be under duress to be with a meth head escort. I'm sorry. Well, I, I'm sorry. What's the difference between being fluid and being bi? Well, it's how you identified yourself. It's how you identify yourself. That's all. So fluidity is just how you identify. You're fluid. You're not really giving yourself a label. Okay. You're not really giving yourself a label. You're, you are attracted to people, not genders. Oh. Right? I, okay. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because I don't want to offend anybody. So I'm going to take by this being like not seeming to be a relationship also being under like such sordid type of circumstances that you're troubled. And you're not, to me, you're not troubled because you're having sex with a guy. It's like, this is not, you're not having a relationship and a side piece. You're buying a, a crackhead, bro, a meth head. But you have to seek this guy out. Yeah. You're, you know, and, and you missed a wedding that you were going to officiate to do this. Like yeah, clearly. So how, how did something happen 20, like, like what happened in the twenty four hours before this? Something had to happen. I mean, I don't think it's about. I don't think that matters. I'm pretty sure it's not the first time. I'm pretty sure it's not the first time. Um, and for you to be in a position in your life where the way in which you can engage with a man intimately is to buy a meth head, it, you, 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 you need to rethink your life, boo boo. Okay, whatever. I'm hearing a bunch of crackling in the background. But I, I just don't. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. I but just you, don't you, you need to read. You need to evaluate your life because it should not come to this. It shouldn't come to this. I just don't understand. But this, this isn't the first time. So he's probably put his wife in danger before. Well, look, you put your your wife in danger if you're sleeping with a man or a woman. If you're sleeping with somebody else, you're putting your wife in danger. Period. That's true. Um. But I, I, I'm saying that it shouldn't come to this, like, when you say, let's take him out of the equation. There have been plenty of, um, like, white male conservative politicians who were anti-LGBT, and then they get caught with their, you know, gay lover. And, down, and I'm like, why does it have to come to this? Why do you deny yourself? Like, fucking, you know, look, it's, if you thought coming out, being gay was hard, this shit is harder. Okay, well, look, recovering I, I from this, a, a male escort to the, is a much harder narrative than you saying being like Buttigieg. It's, it's it's much harder, and I'm not. You don't you don't need to just use a man for sex that you purchase. If you want to have a relationship with men, then fucking be yourself and fuck the bullshit. Don't drive yourself crazy till you end up drunk with a fucking meth head right. prostitute. But I, I'm sorry, I don't care. This shouldn't be happening in 2020. I can understand well, you, I don't think you can say, I don't think that's fair. But why do you say why? that? Because it's, come on, gay marriage is legal. Like, yeah, you, but he's 40, he's not 20. He's 40, he's not 20. He's 40. Gay marriage wasn't legal when he was I know, but coming look, into his sexuality. The 90s were very progressive with gays. So were the 2000s. There's no need to hide it anymore. I just don't get it. Yeah, but he didn't come of age. He didn't 
get you know really come into to come of age and come into his sexuality and sexual you know until you know it was before all of this it really was so if he's 40 I think it's I don't think it's age I think it might be his background because if he's got a like a really let's say southern baptist background or or caribbean west indian background then okay maybe that's why gay it's is both so though I think it's both I think it's age I feel like if you're like a teenager and you're 20 now like, whoo, you in the closet, that's all you're doing a lot. I feel like you're in the, you you're growing up like in peak mm-hmm. rainbow. You you you're growing up in peak rainbow times. Right. right. Um, I think at that time, you know, if he was coming of age in two thousand, like, yeah, it was a little bit, but um not really. I think Ellen only came out in like the mid nineties, right? So for it to be two thousand, I, I think we're looking back Look, how do you think this is not going to get out? Like, why would you? Even well, it's not it? because they do it for a long time. Look, they do it multiple times before it gets out. So you can do it for years, but you always slip up, right? He was messy this time. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and there are people who do it till their grave. So I, I just think that, like, listen, I get it. I know it's so hard um, to, example, you don't watch the show, but 90s Day Fiance. Mm. This season has the first same-sex couple, uh, lesbian couple. The girl's actually from, white girl from Westchester, from Yonkers. Okay. And she is dating some girl in Australia. And she doesn't want to tell her mom, she's like Eastern European background, uh, doesn't want to tell her mom that she's bi. And so she's going to go visit the the girl in Australia and the mom's like I don't get it why and and the girl's like and the girl has some the American girl has some health problems so it's actually a lot for her to take this trip she has to take all this right. medicine and all this stuff so I'm like girl what you gonna risk your life to do like bitch just but come she, out the closet what the fuck like I don't think it's worth it tell the girl to come visit you in New York you're not living in Kansas tell the girl from Australia yeah, yeah, in New yeah. York and just tell your mom that you're bi but she, it's not worth it to her so she's willing to like make herself sick or risk her like her health to go visit the girl and not actually come out and tell her mom that she's bi. And that's right now. That was 2019. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess I just take for granted being in the New York bubble. And that girl is in New York. So yeah, but Westchester though. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Like if you're in the city or not, like people like to pretend that, the world has like I think if we think that people are so open about LGBT that would be the same thing it's not the same but it's on the same vein of like oh you know we had a black president people aren't racist like yeah it's it's not true true. like these are hardcore values in society that for centuries really have said that being gay is wrong and so It's trying to overcome that narrative and it's, and it's hard for a lot of people depending on their background or not to really come out. But I feel like people need to be courageous. You need to be courageous because. Well, just care about the people. You might not be in love with your wife or even attracted to your wife, but just be, have enough respect to be honest. Like if the wife knew this was a setup going into it, I have no problem. Like, if she's a willing mm-hmm, party mm-hmm. and says, like, look, we have an open marriage or you do right. this and that, that's cool. But when you, you know, 10 out of 10, not even 9, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 times, these guys are living double lives. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's much worse to now have this scandal 
which looks so bad on well what do you do after this lay low like what kind of career can you have after this even though Marion Barry got reelected to DC. Well, look, he didn't have the drugs in his system. So, I mean, he only, he was, I don't even think he had anything like charged against him. I mean, you can have a job. He technically didn't do anything. That's true. I just, he's just the, that he was dishonest with his wife. Well, listen, okay, but look, okay, devil's advocate. When they do it with women, look at what was that nasty one? What's the little wiener? Oh, Anthony Weiner. Yeah, Weiner. Um, all of them. You know, shit. What's the other one? Shit, Giuliani. <laughs> Look, all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. them. That's true, that's true. They, you know, they have these indiscretions with their wives. Um, Clinton. Well, look at Trump. But I think, I think white Republicans cheating on a woman with a woman can get away with it versus, like, Anthony Weiner, his career's dead. Well, yeah. But Trump's flying high, and he had sex with the porn star, which is really no different than what this guy did. If if he's a well, porn yeah, star well, too. this person overdosed. I mean, there's yeah. there's an element of that. That's is the porn star piece, like the sex worker piece. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's sus, but damn, it's a meth head, and a dude overdosed. Like you are living on some skid row shit. Like you're you're yeah you're dealing with some skid row shit here. Like that's a whole new level to be honest i don't know well, well what is what was andrew gillum doing now because what he was running for governor right he lost that yeah he lost so maybe he's feeling very lost right now but what is he doing to occupy his time i don't know all i'm just trying to say is that it should not come like you've worked so hard and i know a lot of times people do it because they're perfectionists and they want to have this perfect image and you have to be like especially in politics and things like that i get it i totally get it however especially in this day and age of social media things like that yes the chances of you keeping that secret are very slim for an extended period of time and then here we are and it it, is bad I'm surprised nobody tried to blackmail him before. We don't know that. They could have. Mm, he could have already true. done it. That's true. We don't know. So it, it's sad to me. It's it's sad um, because he should be able to live his truth. And, you know, in order to be with a man, it shouldn't be that you have to get an escort who's on meth. Like, fuck, dude. Oof. That's Well, that's, that's what I don't understand. I'm like, you're in Florida. It's not like some nice little aide in the government office to hook up with. That's well, you don't want to. That's that's the whole thing of a transactional thing. Mm. You don't want a relationship. You just want to be able to pay for that ass. Ugh. But damn, you paying for a meth head. That's ass. a lot. You paid more than just money. Yeah, that's you. You know, he wants to pay for that ass because he has a desire. He wants to get it released, but he doesn't want to get caught up in strings attached. Whatever. Yeah, so he's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But, bro. That's true. And with the escort, it's a lot. So, yeah, that that was, that was, the, so that was him. You know, it, it's sad. But that's going under the radar. But, whew, he, he's luck. I'm sure he's happy for Corona. <laughs> Shit. He happy for I Corona. I would be. I would be, because he fell off the radar. Yeah, he he's so thankful that Corona happened. Um. All right, so he let's let's profile on Rent a Man. Rent Men. 
I mean, it is what it is. So, bless his heart and his wife and his family that they figure this out. The but, kids, man. The kids. Um, The kids, I think, will be fine. The wife, it's a huge betrayal. He loves she his children. She probably already know. You can't get nothing past a black woman. She may not know. No, she may not. There's, But my thing, the, the answer is always there. You just got to look look a little closer maybe yeah maybe but uh she you know so that's you know the the betrayals of the wife the children i'm sure he loves his children it has nothing to do with them but you know in the relationship it's a huge betrayal yeah so um you know shout out to andrew gillum good luck sir Mm, good mm, luck mm. sir so um let's just to everybody out there please just be true to yourself so you don't hurt anyone else no, I don't. I, well, I don't think they care about hurting other people. So I would say, be true to yourself. I, I just don't see why you would go down to that slippery slope when you really are not into somebody. Because you need to keep up appearances. Mm. Because your whole career and everything you've built and you've gone to school and everything you've built is riding on this lie that you've created. Yeah. So I don't think that's why you should do. I think be true to yourself because you deserve to be happy really that's why you deserve to be happy and if being with a man makes you happy you're going to have to own that and but people in your life will come around maybe some people like that like they get a rush a thrill from that you know hiding something cheating like you do get you do get like that yeah you get a thrill but look but this is but now look at that you got to look at the situation slim where he is he is i know but it's kind of like he's drunk and fucked up he missed a wedding and he's with a meth head that's not somebody who's happy that's not somebody who's happy yeah but that sounds like people once with like let's say a gambling addiction you win once you do it more the bet higher 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 and then until finally you just like flat out broke it's the same thing yeah he's in he's hitting he's hitting rock bottom right yeah. he said yeah so what i'm saying is that like even if it at the end of the day you're not happy like when they're when they're hitting rock they're not happy they're gambling they're fucking miserable they're miserable and they realize they can't get out of something they've created and they're fucked up so his situation is not of like oh like oh i had an affair and i was this is like you're caught out there in a desperate shit and you're in a fucked up situation and so to me, it's like, looking back, I know, especially when you're younger, because it comes into play when you're younger, like, how am I setting my life up? I'm bringing, mm. you know, I'm bring, I'm going to school, I have career vision, my family, you know, I'm the first one in my family go to college, or I'm, I'm going to make it big, or blah, blah, blah. And it's all based on this narrative and this life you created for yourself. Yeah. And yeah. it was a lie. And that's a heavy pressure, because your true self is doesn't want this, right? Well... Now he can be his true self. Well, he can. Hopefully. He's canceled a, a, a whole fucked up web. It, it, to me, it's worse. Like, damn, looking back at it, what would have been harder? This shit right now? Or just dealing with it from the beginning and then creating a beautiful life with your man and your, you could have gotten married and still had kids and mm-hmm. be fucking happy. Yeah. Like, and, and not have this type of bullshit going on. It's messed up, but lesson to us all. Keep it's not a lesson to me. Yeah. I know better than that shit. Look, live but, your but, truth. But, but I think a lot of women are living a lie. They're probably not into the guy they're with, but they want the house and the picket fence, but they probably have no attraction to their husband. 
Are they getting caught in a hotel? No, they're probably room not drunk? getting caught, but they're not keeping it real with themselves either. Yeah, but I think I think it's within reason, maybe. <laughs> like this is someone who's clearly to me miserable. Like for you to end up there, like you're in a miserable situation. Yeah. So look, there's no one's perfect. There's going to be some things where you're not always going to love your spouse, and they're going to annoy you. Blah blah blah. Right. And you might be like, mm-hmm. damn, I just, but to the point where you're with a meth head in a hotel, you, mm, mm, yeah, you've fallen far. You've fallen far. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too far. So I, I don't think, I think it's just live your truth and be brave to live your truth. And I know it seems hard to do so. And, and this comes into, it manifests itself in different ways. Some of y'all, your parents are all pushing you to be a doctor and an engineer and you want to be mm. an actor, blah, blah. Like sometimes you just got to live your truth. Yeah. And see where it takes you. Yeah. You know, so um, that's yeah. it because, you know, the, the consequences can be way worse. Of, I like that. Live your truth. Yeah, you just got to live your truth. So You need to put that on a shirt. Um, Maybe that could be this. Who knows? That could be this episode's title. I'm not sure. Yes. Yes. So enough about him. Next thing. Damn, you know what? We're you know, there's something that's too deep to talk about. So let's let's do something else a little bit lighter. Um, Nicki Minaj, she mm. also went under the radar during mm. Corona because her husband got arrested in California because he did not register himself as a sex offender. Uh, now why is he considered a sex offender? Let's because look at the old telephone. Well, because he is, because he, because no, but, he, like, what's, what's the crime? Who did he, who did uh, he Because he's, because he's already a sex offender and he did, and he went to jail in New York for, uh, for, you know, a sex offense in the past. So there was, he was convicted in 1995 for the attempted first degree rape of a 16 year old girl. Ah. Yeah. I think Nikki has some issues. Cause I know when we first brought up the story i her story came up about her brother and he also was convicted rather recently of raping a 11 year old yep so what's wrong with what is nikki well okay well it's her brother you can't blame her for her brother's actions i but which i i would you date somebody who's a former sex or is a sex offender fuck no okay Um, me neither let alone marry them no i mean if it's that hard up out there for nikki to minaj that all she can find is a sex offender then we're all kind of screwed well no she she grew up with him so she knew him growing up before she had money which is why i think Mm. she had this nostalgia of him and when he was convicted i think he was maybe the person was like i don't know 15 and maybe he was like 18, 19. So, you know, people in those date, those age ranges do date. Right, right. right. Um, now, I don't know the details. I'm not, and I'm not trying to, you know, I don't know what type of situation it really was. If it, because it says attempted rape, it doesn't even say statutory rape. So that's a different thing, right? So attempted rape is actually very different than statutory rape because sometimes statutory rape is that, okay, it's just because of the law, you're underage. But attempted rape sounds like, you were trying to attempt something and then whatever. Ah, okay. So, um, 
she she knew him at that age though so i'm assuming she knows the stories or was around at that time and you know there is a nostalgia you know i sometimes i think about um not that i think about it but okay for example i've had him when i first started the podcast a guy dating college um okay and he was here a couple times tyrone (laughs) and you know, there is can be a nostalgia for someone who you knew when you were very young, yes, who yes. knew you before you had anything, who may know your inner child, right? Yeah. So I can, because I do think, as someone who's been dating for a long time, that there is something to dating or marrying someone you who's known you like from you when you were very young, that can be stronger than someone I meet now. Because right. I've had a whole life without them. You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, I have, except, maybe it's that first love. Just someone who's known you before you had it. Someone who's known you when you were just you, when you were before you were trying to figure yeah. out your life. There is something. And if you grow together, no, there is something endearing and special about that. And I, and I really do think so. So yeah, I, I think it's, I do think that's a whole other episode. I think it is different. Me. This is going to sound so fucked up, but I actually don't think I'm probably capable of loving someone as deeply now as I would have if I had met them when I was 19. Yeah, but your hormones, well, like your, your first love, your hormones are raging in your teens. But it's the truth. But, but, you know, but look, they're also, that also I think can keep people bonded. So if you now, you know, at 40, were still with the guy you were with from you were 19. Yeah. Uh, that bond would be not just the time, but just the growth in just because you met at that moment. Yeah. It would be so strong, I feel. That's true. But I'm just concerned about Nikki because this is her career. Well. This is a awful for your, I mean, her managers must be shooting themselves in the head. Yeah, but, you know, if she if she loves him, right? And I tell you that whole nostalgic love thing, um, which is very blinding. And yeah. if she's if it's hard to, you know, it's it's listen, it's hard these streets. It's hard to meet a guy in Hollywood who's serious or not trying to play games and blah blah blah. Yeah. That nostalgia could and I'm not defending her. Like, look, I I trust me, I have a firm, firm line about any type of sexual deviance, right? So I have a firm line, but I, I, I can I like to see I'm a Gemini, I can see both sides. Like I can see that I do think if there's a nostalgia for someone that when you were very young and you had those deep feelings with that it could blind her. That's, that's Lauren Hill. We talk about it all the time. Why yeah. did Lauren Hill fuck up her career? Because she was young and blinded by love. Yeah, that's true. But but Nikki's not Nikki's not night like Lauren Hill was how old? Nineteen when she got with with Bob Marley's son. Nikki's early thirties. No, Nikki's like late thirties, knocking on forty. Okay, um, come on. She no, no, no. But the, the difference is she met, she knew him, they dated when they were young. That's what I'm saying. She didn't just meet him now. This is someone she's known from when she was young, before she had money, before she was Nicki Minaj. I know, I know you wanna like that's I think that's a problem with success. You, you know, you feel like you can't trust people when you get all this money and stuff, but come on, Nikki. So it says she's going to stand by her man and be ride or die. I I think she should look at her own, like, you know, so she's, you know, decided to stay, stand by her brother who got a convicted sexual offender and also this man as well. She needs to really think if she has children, 
who were you surrounding your children yeah, with? Yeah, I just don't, like, I, I just wouldn't want to associate with that kind of person. But she may not think that he is. She might think it's a lie. She might, you know, she could be justifying it in so many ways. You think that's he's saying true, I'm a sexual offense? I'm sure, I'm sure it's like, oh, well, that 16-year-old girl knew what she was doing. She mm-hmm. knew what she wanted, blah, 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 blah. But, exactly. Exactly. But I want to be around people smart enough to know right from wrong and who have a little self-control. So it's funny. I was talking to this guy the other day and he brought up this conversation about, you know, if you met someone, so you meet a guy on the app and Mm -hmm. he tells you that he's divorced. Okay. But then you date for a while and then it comes out that actually he's not divorced, but has been separated for four years. What do you do with that? I I would ask, him or the individual why are you guys not divorced yet after four years i would be like that sounds real cool peace y'all can handle yeah, that like shit I, I, for I, me I don't have to. for me i would say that but the guy i was talking to was like oh that's actually a rare answer he's like a lot of women are like no they'll kind of work through it blah blah i was like to me it's a lie it's a lie of omission and i feel like after the first like first second date third date maybe if you haven't confessed this to me you're just carrying on with the lie and i just feel like you can yeah. lie well, about that you can lie something else should say single separated divorce widower but so i'm why? saying but what would you people can justify certain things like everyone things that are hard line for maybe me and you are not necessarily a hard line for a lot of people and they can justify it because they think a person's a good person and it doesn't really mean that blah 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 people can you know do mental gymnastics and explain shit remember remember around christmas i said i went on a date and then the person made the mistake of telling me their first and last name and i found out that he was arrested for coke possession yeah and that was that Mm -hmm. like i didn't try to and i told you about it you're like girl please and it wasn't like well i didn't try to um soften it or justify it. it was just like you know what no but there are other people who would be like well let me find out what was happening and da, da, da. Like, I, like, like I don't need to know shit that's enough information for me yeah. but that's not everybody yeah but again with the separated I would be like why are you why didn't you divorce yet and then I probably get some ridiculous answer and I'd be like I'm good and my whole thing is why are you lying like why are you at the end of the day, you're lying. To me, you know that something is wrong with you not being divorced well, after being said, which is why you said you were divorced. So let's words mean things. Deal, if it's obviously not that big of a deal, then why aren't you coming out with it in the first and second date? You would have just said it was separated, right? Yeah. So that's how I feel. But I, I take sometimes I take a hard line, um, and a lot of women don't. Real talk, they don't. Well, <laughs> they don't. Everybody's desperate, girl. I think women are forgiving. And people want to be loved. And the same way we talked about people wanting to go to the office to see people and shit like that. People need validation. And no, like that's true. I'm a very secure. I'm like, okay, cool. That's that's a That's good for no. you. I couldn't imagine because I would just have so many answers. Like, why didn't y'all seal the deal? Because I know if I was I wouldn't want to be to separate. I'd be like, let me get this person out of my hair now. But see, I don't need to know the answer. Because to me, that's not the point. The point is you told me one thing. You said that you presented yourself as being divorced, and you're not. 
So, but, so let me you, ask you this. How do you feel about somebody who doesn't tell you they have kids until like the third or fourth date? Well, that means you would have lied to me because I would already asked you before the first date and on the first date if you had kids. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like to be very clear about that. So that means that if you tell me on the third and fourth date, that means you fucking lied. Right? I'm just, why? I just don't see what's the point of withholding information. Because people want to present themselves in a particular way. They want to get into their your good graces. They want to ingratiate themselves to you. Yeah. But I don't live like that. What, what did you say before? Live your truth. Yeah. Live your truth. I, actually, years ago, that happened to me where a guy didn't tell me till afterwards that he had a kid. And I'm like, you, and I, I remember I cursed him out. I was super young. And I, I was like, First of all, that is so disrespectful to your child. Yeah. I said, you should not see me as some girl you meet off the street. And I'm in college or whatever not. And you feel that you, to date me, to have a chance with me, you need to lie about that. Like, that is not cool. That, that to me shows that, like, you're not a good father in my book. Well, or just that you're just insecure about yourself if you see that as a flaw. I don't give a fuck how insecure you are. I think you're not a good father. Yeah. Okay, I'm judging you as a father because if you are a good father, that you would be proud and you would not be hiding your child, and you're not going to hide your child for so you don't even know me. You don't even fucking know me. Like, yeah. what about me? Who gives a fuck? I should be nobody to you where you would think it's enough to deny your child. So, right. Right. I think that you're a fucked up parent, and that's not a trait I would want if I were dating parents, which I was not at the time. So. No, but yeah. again, I take a hard line. I do. Well, I just remember one time I was out on a date and this little, this guy had his phone out and I think it was like our second date. And I said, oh, what a cute little girl. Is that your niece? And he's like, oh, that's my daughter. And I was like, why do you bother to, why do you bother to state that? Or just putting your profile has kids. Yeah. To me, it's a lie. Like, why, a would lie. You waste some, why would you waste your time on going on a date with somebody who's not interested because they think, because they think they can win you over. Like I guess so. Well, you know what? The dick's not that good, so you'll like me enough that you'll moving. overlook this. But you should never want that. You should want someone who wants to embrace your child. You shouldn't want someone who has to overlook or tolerate your child. Right. Like Look, you should want somebody who embraces your flaws. Yeah, and that's not a flaw. It, just embraces your life and what you come with. Yeah. That's not a flaw. It's just not for everybody. Some people are going to be down with it. Some people are not. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, people, they do. They lie about having kids. They lie, lie about, about their age. Uh, the age thing again. Why are you lying? I know. I, I, it makes me so frustrated that guys lie about their age. Yeah. And and listen, guys have told me why they do it. They're like, well, if I put this age, no one's going to look because, you know, they, you do the filters by such and such age, right? Yeah, and... I know. I heard it before, too. But I'm like, you're a dude. Imagine me as a woman. True. Like, nobody wants a 40-year-old woman. Come on. It's, listen, the, the dudes, you know, they... It's a game of manipulation, and they want to, you know, yeah. so like, I'll get her in, and then she lied. But again... And again, because I'm not 20, and because it's just my nature, I'm like, well, okay, if you're going to lie about something so stupid and trivial like this, you very easily go yeah. to lie about bigger shit. So I, 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 I hold against you. 
I do too. Cause that, there was a guy, what was it? Like a, a Brazilian guy, November went on a date. He told me he was, he had in his profile that he was 37. Turns out he's really 43. Hmm. I said, what is the point of lying? Like right. they get, I just feel like women get such a hard time about their age and hiding their age. And yeah. men are just as insecure about it. Yeah. Well, they, they want to show up in the algorithm for women who are younger and they know women are not going to be like, so the problem is that that 43 year old probably wants to date a 25 year old, but the 25 year old doesn't have, is not trying to date anyone over 35. Well, no, he had a good point. He said he wanted to date somebody like in their thirties, thirties, cause he still wanted kids. So if he went, which ballot, if he went, if he's attracting women that are too late in their forties, of course they cannot have children. So that's, that's fair, but I'm sure he could What's that guy do with him being 43? Huh? What's that guy do with him being 43? I, look. He's I, full of shit. He, it's I, not his eggs. His eggs are not dying at 43, so what does it have to do with anything? I, well, that is about him wanting younger women. That's what I don't understand, because he could find, you could find, like, if you're 43, you shouldn't have any problem getting a girl who's, like, 35 to 39. Exactly, which is not what he wants, which I'm, so I'm peep, peep game Gwen is giving you right now. <laughs> he was lying. He put himself in his 30s because he was really trying to get track girls in his 20s. And if he put that he was 40 something, girls in their 20s are usually not looking for men in their 40s. Mm. I know. Good afternoon. This seems like such a waste of time. So that's, you know, plus these guys are so full of shit. So it's, yeah, people, I, I think those are all kind of little lies. Anyway, that all started with Nicki Minaj of like, the lies people tell themselves, yeah, the lies I they mean, use to justify stuff. Look, I I want to paint a pretty picture too, but I think I just I think I overthink things. I'm like, wait, he did that because of what? So I'm just not gonna tolerate it. Especially but a lot if somebody has do. like a sexual offense on their record. A lot of people do. You know, they they'll yeah. do mental gymnastics to justify it. Mm. It wasn't really this. She was lying. Blah blah blah. Da, da, da. You know, it's it's always that. But my thing is like that's cute. You got okay. You're spinning. But if you're even involved, like associated with these sort of things, I want no part of it. Yeah, but everyone doesn't feel that way. They're like you know, girl, young girls are lying. They're fast. Everyone doesn't feel like that. They you know, there's a lot of victim blaming and, uh, you know, men all the time are, you know, that's where like me too. Hmm. People, I've heard comments that like certain men in leadership positions don't feel comfortable mentoring up and coming women leaders because they don't want to fall victim to me too. Oh, Lord. And that shit oh, they're perplexed the shit out of me. And I'm, t- and I'm telling you, like, I'm going very lightly on this. Like, oh, like I heard, no, no. I'm telling you, this is very real what I'm saying right now. Y'all hear the words Glenn is telling you. <laughs> this is a real thing where there are men in leadership positions and businesses who are basically revolting or basically boycotting having to have contact with women leaders to mentor them or um, be their sponsors or advocates because they're afraid of me too. And for me, I take offense that anyone's even taking that argument seriously yeah. and that there are organizations that are actually having communications and trying oh, to build things around that. Because that. And there are. 
Because that to me is the underlying message is that you think Me Too is a joke or you think Me Too is fake or false accusations or a witch well, hunt. It's just like, or do they just think like everything that they might say might be offensive? Because then they're just kind of stupid. Well, they're not, they're not saying that. That's not what they're saying. They're, they're, the premise is that, well, with Me Too, it's a bunch of women, you, you, you know, who are lying or over, oh. you know, that's why, like, there are a bunch of women who are lying and men can't do anything these days and they're going to be accused. And so to me, it, it's, it's, it's the underlying message is that what's implied is that you think that Me Too is bullshit and you think that Me Too is really about a bunch of bitches lying on you and the majority of bitches are lying and you don't want to get involved because they're going to trap you. That's what you're saying. Yeah. That, that's what you're saying. And so to me, that also shows a testament of like how people view victims into the, like you're, you're not saying that, Oh shit. Like, I don't know how to behave like a human being with another human being. Yeah. Like it's not that difficult just to be normal. Yeah. But a lot of men don't know how. Like, you don't know how to interact with a woman without it being sexual or flirtatious? They don't. Wow. A lot of people don't. That's sad. You know, but that's but that's not what it's being positioned as. It's right. being positioned right. as like, oh, well, the women are lying. Oh, I, just, I just love how all these guys with power just want to be the victim. Everybody wants to be the victim. Yeah. It's pathetic. Yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, and it goes, like I said, it goes right back. So, Nikki Majan, shout out to you. I've never been a fan, but, you know, pray for your children if you ever have them because you're going to have them around a bunch of predators. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's that. So, speaking of someone else and their children celebrity who was, again, kind of slipped under the news there, under the radar, was uh, Amber Rose. Mm. And do you recall why she was on our list? Well, because of the head tattoo. Correct. So maybe a month ago, she, and she's, oh my God. If you guys don't know, oh, listen, if you were listening to this podcast and you don't know who Amber Rose is, then you probably not listen to the right podcast. But <laughs> um, seriously, you probably listen to the wrong shit. But um, she is, to me, a very pretty, like, yes. beautiful woman. Yes. And she has sleeves, and I love, and you guys know this about, I love sleeves. Like, I love tattoo sleeves, so I don't have any, I love them on men, I love them on women. I actually love sleeves. I don't have any problem with. I didn't with, know that about you. Yeah, I do. I love sleeves. Okay. Um, I have no problem with, like, sleeves, tattoos, things like that. I can't have it because my skin can't do all that. But, um, yeah, so I had no problem with her having tats. But she's tattooed, she has two children now. Um, and she's tattooed each of their names on her forehead in large print. Yeah. And I saw an interview where she said she was inspired after Kobe died to do it. I, I'm just, I mean, I just, she's. So what's the issue? So what's the issue? Why? What's the issue with someone having tattoos on their face? I guess we should say that. What's well, the issue with people having tattoos on their forehead? I obviously don't have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, I listened to an old. Pod. We yes, had a whole episode yes, where we talked girl, about this. Yes, girl. But I, you yeah. personally don't have them on your face. No, of course not. 
So what is the issue? We need to talk about what what is the Well, I, I think I think for me it might be more sexist because I like guys with tattoos, but when I find a woman with a tattoo, I don't find them that attractive. So it might it might be like from a Does it depend where it is or just like in general? In general, I don't like it. Like when I see a girl with a tattoo, I'm like Meow. I don't have a problem with it. I like I as long as it's not a tramp stamp, like um I don't i i like them i like people's artwork i yeah i love listen you guys don't know like uh i actually not on my gab with gwen instagram but yeah i follow some men who just tatted up to i i do really like it um but no i like some guys that like tatted up but i just like she's i don't like it on the face though i'm yeah. really funny about the face i'm actually i can tell you where i don't like it i don't like him on your face i don't like him on your hands um i like what I actually like about tattoos is if you can pull it off that you had on like a suit or something and oh, no yeah. one would know. And then you take, you have a short sleeve shirt or something. I'm like, Oh shit. Where did that come well, you from? Know who, you know, who's as cute as a button pink's husband when he's like in his little suits for the Grammys. And then you kind of see like the tattoos popping out on the neck. Like he looks so handsome. Who? Pink's husband. Oh, the skater guy. Yeah. He's so cute. He's, you know, I can't even think of what his tattoos look like. I can't even think of what he looks like. I'm about to Google him to see right now. Yeah, it's like um, Carrie Hart. His name's Carrie Hart. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like it personally when if it's not... So, I don't have... I'm not opposed to them being on your neck. Um, I don't like them on the hands because I think that's a distraction. Um, or the face. So, I really like it's like if you were wearing just like covered up, well, then one would ever know. Because I, I just like the element of almost like mystery or like... It's like something personal, and then you choose to reveal it to people. Hmm. Um, that's just my own little hang-up that I like. Like, it's like, okay, no one will know um, unless you choose to reveal it. You know, or if someone has, like, a half sleeve, if they don't have the full sleeve, yeah. especially then, like, he when he rolls up his shirt, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cute. So <laughs> I I like that. But, like, on your forehead, like, I just walk, I see you at a grocery store, and there's this big-ass shit on your face. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're a gangster. Like, unless you're, like, a real thug who's like in a gang then well is I get it. rose a thug because she was a stripper she's not a thug at all no she's not but is she part of that game lifestyle no she's not never never no well, wasn't she a stripper it does make her a gang member no but that lifestyle that that stripper lifestyle but she's in her 30s again this whole time she ain't had on her forehead what the fuck you doing it now when you're almost 35 that's true I mean, she's like, a little I, old for that. I thought it was, okay, like, she put the kid's name, it's very heartfelt, but I I kind of felt like, was it attention-grabbing? Because nobody's talking about her anymore. I feel like that's a hell of a way to do it. <laughs> I don't know, I just... Yeah, but it didn't work out, because then Corona came, because I know, I think I was like, they were talking about it on The Breakfast Club, they mentioned it at work, and then Corona came, and that was that. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's it's um to me just awkward, and it's I, I think it's awkward, and especially for her to be such a beautiful girl, it just yeah. really does detract from her beauty. I don't think it was necessary, and also again, if you plan to live for a very long time, yeah. um, it's not going to age well, and especially so she's so fair skinned. It's going to probably not be good to like easy to get off if she wants oh, to laser, yeah, laser it off. Um, I 
yeah, I, I just, I would just, just warn basically anyone against it. I don't care if you're a woman or a man. Okay, unless you're living that real thug life and you're a gangster, then of course, then that's different. But otherwise, I don't think face tattoos should be a thing, personally. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and secretly, not so secretly, uh, when I first started this podcast, she stole one of my fucking posts. Did I ever tell you that? No. Ugh, that's a whole other story. Um, hey, I want to yes. hear it. I want to hear it. Cut it she, out. I. Uh, I can't remember. I had posted something about, like, I think it was a Bill Cosby episode, and I had posted something. And at the time when I started my podcast, um, I was then look. I'm still trying to figure out the marketing for this thing, but I would mm. like tag certain things because she had a slut walk. So I was like, oh, this is relevant the content for like her slut walk. So just like hashtag or or tag you know tag her name or something like that um, because it was relevant for you know things that she would talk about. But she literally took what I said and posted the same fucking shit. And then she did not. Um, and it was my own personal quote, by the way. Right. But right. she did not give me credit. She didn't at or anything mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. it. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I remember I told my friend um, Ishmael, who's been here on the podcast, who I want back. He lives in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, you should take this flattery. That's, you know, he works a lot in the industry and he's like, you know, that type of stuff happens all the time. And it means that you're on the right track. If someone, you know, who's high profile tries to steal your idea or steals your idea. So, I mean, look, I don't have a lot of followers. I am an execution person. I'm not a marketer. So I'm about like, right. I'll get the damn thing together and do that. I got to figure out the marketing piece. And this is also like just my own little thing that whatever. But she, yeah, she, girl, she sold my shit. I was I like, I didn't damn. know that. Well, yeah. at least Amber Rose is following you, I guess. Right. I know she wasn't following me because you tag her so she could see what you, what you posted. Oh. So yeah, that's a little Amber Rose story. So anyway, girl, I don't give a fuck about your, your stupid ass forehead test. So that's that. <laughs> Because I now remember you jacked my shit. Um, Okay. Next thing here. And actually, I think we'll just, you know, I think we'll have to talk about Ados another time because that's a whole other topic. And I think that's its own episode in itself. So we'll We'll leave. Actually, you know what? Let's, I want to try to do someone else. I think we should have a couple people on that one. So we'll hold up on that topic. Okay. And then the last thing you wanted to bring up was Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I have not watched in years. So you got to tell me what's going on. Well, okay, of course, you know, Kenya got married, right? Yes. And of course, now she is divorced. Yes, I heard that too. So my issue, if you, if anybody's out there who watched the show, was the way her husband, our ex-husband, Mark Daly, spoke to her. It was so demeaning. And we all know Kenya. Like, Kenya's got shade for days, so she knows how to bite back. And I'm just like, why would, why would anyone, why would any woman tolerate that? So Kenya, okay, when I did watch it, I haven't watched I haven't watched it for several years now. But I know people don't like Kenya. I actually always had a soft spot for Kenya. And I had a soft spot for Kenya because I felt like her behavior was acting out because she came from not having a mother. Right. Um and there she has a lot of issues because of that having a lot of rejection from her mother and she didn't only get rejected from her mother as a child she's even gotten rejected as her mother as an adult like on the show so Mm -hmm. i think 
people all are dealing with trauma and abandonment from their childhood. A lot of times y'all have no fathers, single, you know, whatever. But like, especially not having a mom, I think is extremely traumatic for people. So I've always had like a soft spot because I just think she's not acting out out of being malicious. Like I think Nini is. I think Nini is actually fucking malicious. I don't Hmm. think Kenya's malicious. I just think that she's very wounded. Okay. Okay. So, So I... Having seen the last time I watched it, she was dating the young guy um, who apparently turned crazy, but I didn't watch it when he turned crazy. So she was dating a young guy, dark skinned guy, nice body, who used to um, be a trainer or something. I can't remember his name. Um, the last guy she dated. And yeah, I see. I, 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 yeah, I don't think I watched that season. Okay. He was much younger than her. He was there for a couple of seasons. And okay. then after I watched it, I heard that he turned abusive and, and got very like stalkering and she had like a hard time. And then okay. suddenly she was with this. So I never saw it when that guy turned crazy. But I would say that because Kenya has these issues of abandonment and blah, 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 a lot of shit we see is I think fake. I don't think she's that, you know, crazy and vintage she likes attention but i don't think she's as crazy Mm -hmm. as she lets off and i think she's probably very insecure in some ways but desperate to be loved by a man where she would put up with a lot of shit and so she i think she would put up a lot of shit so the way he's talking to her if you see him talking to her like that i'm sure he was talking to her like that before but it just wasn't on camera and now he just feels comfortable doing it because they don't have anything between them yeah but it doesn't surprise me because, like, the last guy she had who, like, apparently turned, like, abusive towards her and now this one, I can see her being the profile of a person who would attract abusive men because okay, that's fair. That's she fair. would endure it because of her abandonment issues from her mom. Well, I guess the question is, how do you break the chain? She almost 50, so I can't tell her that shit. She she's not going on fifty, so yeah. But um, when you, because I would just be like, you know what? I have a kid. I'm good. Like I'm out the game. I'm I'll give up. No, thank you. Because I couldn't have anybody talking to me like that. Yeah, but you you wouldn't. You you wouldn't. And like I I listen. I wish a motherfucker would. I'm not the one. And I'm not saying this <laughs> to like. I'm not saying this for the podcast. You're like, oh, she's talking to big game. Y'all don't know me. <laughs> I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I, it, it's it's a non-thing. And a guy like that wouldn't want a girl like me because I am aggressive and not like fake aggressive like her with these girls right. and petty shit. Like, especially with a man in a relationship, like I really don't take any shit like on some real shit. And so it, he, I would drag him. So it's not a thing. <laughs> like it just wouldn't happen. Like I would drag you and I would make you feel so bad as a person that yeah. I would be like, oh really? Like how dare you? So it's not something that's even a thing. And unfortunately, like knock on wood, a lot of times like people abusive relationships, people, you know, a lot of times there is like a magnetism between it. Like yeah, yeah. guys know the type of girls they can abuse a lot of the time. They do. Yeah, yeah. They do. They like them insecure. I'll give you that. Yeah. Like if you're insecure, you're going to put up a lot of stuff. Like some of the stuff that the girl's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, excuse me? And I'm like, yeah. Like it's too, like your reaction is too, you know, because people plant, like generally speaking, you're not going to go on a first date and a guy's just punching you in the face. Like generally speaking, no, that's not what happens. I, I feel like it's always like, a, like 
at first it starts off with like jokes at your expense and then it's name calling and then it might turn into something physical then it's beatings like it's always it builds like, up smart they're, yeah they're it builds graphic. up over time but right, when right. the first joke we got a problem so that's that's where it doesn't go there because the first sign of like a little joke so anything I, i'm like oh I don't like that. Yeah. And you and I and you know it from the beginning. That's just me. Um yeah. and so knock on wood, I will say the guys I have dated have been very respectable in term and respectful in terms of how they've spoken to me and things like right. that because or treated me because I'm not the one and I will drag you and hurt your feelings in the worst way and your ego and you'd be mm. like, Damn, why are you like that? And I'm like, Well, I told you not to try me. So, right, you brought it. Yeah, I'm like, so I told I you not to, to try it. me. And yeah. I, I, I told you not to try me because of this. So I, if you don't want this to be the tone, because I don't want to be the tone either, we're <laughs> going to have to get on the same page where it doesn't go like this. And, and and it stays above the fray. It really does. Like, it really doesn't get nasty because I like to set the tone up front that we're not going to go there because uh, that's not what I want and I don't expect that in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know... A lot of times, well, girls I think it comes do. back to the need and validation. Yeah, because you're willing to look over like the little jokes at your expense, the little name calling at your expense, because you need somebody. Like, oh, he didn't mean that. Did I be like, excuse? Let, let me um, hold. I'm gonna give you an example of something. Okay, years Ooh. ago, um, when I lived in Jersey mm-hmm. and. It could have been a housewarming I had, maybe. I was dating a guy at the time who, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, was I at that housewarming? You were there, yes. Yes. And I was dating a guy at the time. Mm-hmm. If you don't recall the guy, I'll tell you later on. But Oh, I know who. You know. Okay, good. And I think he had said something about, <laughs> listen, two things. <laughs> I think he said something like he didn't like the, the way I had presented the food or something. I spread oh. it out. Girl. When y'all were gone, I got that motherfucker so together. He don't even remember the comment. And I was like, first of all, how dare you? How dare you? I was like, how dare you? Yeah. I was like, you are not Sakan. I said, first of all, you are not any interior decorator or designer. I said, that was lovely. And it was beautiful. And how dare you? That looks like some type of attempt to try to undermine me and try to try to take a stab at my self-confidence. You have oh no God. fucking place, girl. <laughs> Listen, he was probably like, what the, it was a throwaway comment. I don't, don't you dare. Right. Don't you right. dare. Look, he, listen, he said that. And I don't know, he said something like that, and he was probably, he was floored at me afterwards. And I was like, <laughs> I don't, listen. And listen, it's not that I'm saying I don't like feedback. I think it's all about in the, what were you trying to achieve with it? And right. he was not right. giving it to me to be helpful or anything like that. Right. He is a type that he was trying it. Cause he, cause I do think he, maybe with the right person, could have had some abusive tendencies with the right person, not me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. potentially. Well, they like and, a little control. Yeah. You know, so like, I, you put little, you just you know you try to put little seeds to see someone will do it. Listen. Right. The, right. He couldn't. He could. He was like, oh my god, I can't ever win with you. I said exactly, and remember that <laughs> you can never win with me, and I want you to remember that. Yeah. So don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry. no, they like to see how far they can push it, but it starts small. Yeah. But if somebody's like, uh, I'm like, uh, no, let's just not talk. I'm good. Bye. 
Yeah, and then he, I, I think, yeah, no, seriously. And he, I think he said something like, oh, it was dry. Like, I feel like he was trying to critique my friends. Oh. And, oh, I dragged him. Oh, I, I, dra- I dragged him. I said, oh, you are critiquing my friends who are professional, who do it. Your friend buys prostitutes. So what the fuck are you, listen. Well, I just, I, because, I, you know, I have a good long, I remember his friend at that um, housewarming. And how he tore up your kitchen counter. Yes. Oh, my God. You're right. And I believe his friend got so drunk that he had to drop him off on the middle of the road and came back. That is true. You're right. That did happen. Yeah. So, hell no to his friends. Yes. Yeah. And he tried to critique my friends. And you're right. right, right. He. It was my housewarming. And his friend tore up my counter. He did. He broke my kitchen counter. This is no exaggeration. He tore up that counter. Yeah, he broke my counter and his friend was so fucked up, he had to take him out of the ass. I forgot about that shit. His friend who used to like grow artisanal weed in their yeah. apartment. It was his roommate actually at the time. Yeah. 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 And he tried to like critique my friends. I was like, excuse me? You have friends who are buying prostitutes yeah, and this who one. You who brought just... over. At least now your friends tore up your house. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, listen, I feel bad for women who do. I really do because, look, I, listen, everyone is, I know I'm a lot when it comes to shit like that because I really am like, do not. Like, men are a lot of times are like, I want to be a man, respect me, do, 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 over some arbitrary shit. Yeah. But I'm also like, we need to have a certain level of decency and respect between us as people in the couple. Well, you and, have to ask, like, if, yeah. is this critique going to get us anywhere? Yeah. If it, but I know guys like to talk a lot of shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You're not paying any of my bills. Thank you. So I don't need there, to talk to bloop, you at all. Bloop. Okay, that one too. So like, hold on. Are you, are you paying my bills? Are you are yeah. you offering to pay my rent, sir? Are you offering to pay my mortgage? You're actually not. So maybe shut the fuck up. And yeah, I'm like. I, I'll put up with my boss's shit and critique at work. Because guess what? I get a check deposit every other week. But. You ain't deposited nothing. Exactly. And so, look, I don't, you know, they're like, oh, well, what do you do? Look, I don't have to tell you what to do. I don't tell anybody what to do with their shit, blah, blah. It's up to you because that's your place and I have nothing to do with it and I'm not going to contribute to it. So, cool. Yeah. Um, you can live how you live. You want to do what you want. That's fine. Um, but I feel like they like to put these little seedlings in our heads. So, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I'm lucky I found you. They like to plant seeds of insecurity. Yes. They they try hmm. to plant seeds of insecurity. And um I Yeah, it's true. It's true. It. It's true. Yeah, that that's a game men like often it's a, it's a manipulation tactic. Men often like to plant seeds of insecurity. Uh they think it's a way for to for you to prove yourself to them or be bound to them or question yourself. Bound. Yeah. Um Men often like to do it. And women fall for it. When I dated that one guy who lived in Westchester, I felt like he would say little things like, so when he wanted to break up, no, he wouldn't take a break. I said, no, let's just break up because I don't even like you that much. And I just felt, I felt so much better. I was just so, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, now it's, yeah, ladies, you got to really be vigilant because it's hard in these streets and... I know people want love. They want to be loved. And sometimes because they're like, oh, he's he's good. You just don't know. He just meant that. He didn't mean that. No, what people say to you, words have meaning. 
And yeah, but we need, need to be loved and respected. Yeah, absolutely. You need those two. Yeah, words have meanings, and you want to be respected. And like, is the critique because it was um legit, or or and then he's just doing it to try to just fuck with your head? Yeah, and 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 guys do that because you know because I know guys who don't right, so there are guys who don't do that. Um, but a lot of guys do. So it's like, well, what do you know? I'm like, no, cause I know when guys are not doing it. Cause I've been in relationships and situations where that's a non-issue because, mm-hmm. you know, the guy's respectful. He, you know, a lot of, t- you know, and especially for guys smart at all, like, listen, guys know that women can like get pissed off at any little thing. They right, shut the fuck right. up. They're not going right. to even say things but like I, that. But see, some like to push, see if they can push, like who can they push? Whose buttons can they push? Yeah. Like what, how far can they push it? And then that, depending on the guy can start to turn into different things. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, cause I'm, I might, my personality, I'm pretty easygoing, right? Yeah. yeah so you if are. you gotta, if you gotta find, if that's, if you gotta entertain yourself by doing that, you, you got the wrong person. Yeah. I just, um, no, I don't, I don't like it. Like the, yeah, if I see those little things, I'm like, no. But, you know, I, I can't say that it's happened often. It's happened with just, you know, a couple of guys uh, for me because I think my personality is very strong and it's pretty apparent from the beginning where I'm not really here for the bullshit. So, um, thankfully, thankfully, it's not because I really am not the type to. Yeah, please, like, please don't make critiquing me your hobby. Yeah. You know, and then it comes, you know, and then, you know, girls like, well, if I just do this and I only, you know, and then they, because they're desperate to be loved, you know, in society, um, you know, women get validated for being in relationships. Exactly. So it's a trade off. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. You know, yeah. People are validated for being in relationships. So it's, you know, indicative of your worth, indicative of your value or an indicator of those things. And so. I, I get it, but you know, women have to be sure. But it's hard. It's Look, hard. everything comes at a price. Everything does come at a price. But my mental health is more valuable to me than anything else. Mine too. No, a lot of people watch Disney movies and like mm. you know, a prince is going to save you and happily ever after, and that's what you're aspiring to in a society. A lot of times, is pushing you in that direction, right? Yeah, so. I I agree. I agree. You, you can't. I mean, we were all raised up like that. Yeah. You know, and look, and I'm not saying, I want to be clear. I'm, this is not a man bashing. I'm not saying all men do this. I just said, you know, most of the guys I've dated did not do that. Okay. But it, it does happen. You know, it does happen. And I, you have to, and people think, oh, well, those are just little things. No, but sometimes those little things are, they are not coming from a place of care. They snowball. They're really coming from a place of malice and malicious intent. And you need to recognize those things because then it starts getting um, yeah. worse and worse. So then you have a child with that person. That person's oh, critiquing, critiquing yeah. you. Oh, you, you, that's why you're not a good mom. That's why you're not that. You're not, you know, it becomes a lot of, you just yeah. really need to see that slippery slope of that communication style, yeah. that, uh, and what is, and what is that, the impacts, right? It starts to becoming like abusive language. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and it goes well, both I mean, ways. Look, you, you I'm not saying women somebody... don't do it. Women do it too. Oh, of course they nitpick. Women do it too. Women nitpick and they'll, you know, uh, you know, do things to try to put down a guy's ego and shit like that. You know, and I remember I've been in like, 
<laughs> you know, the best part is like if you're like in the car or if you're like in a room with a couple and it's, they're getting, it's getting tense and you're like. Mm. Oh, I hate being around that. It makes me sick. It's the worst. I've seen that. I've seen it. I've seen like wives scold their husbands in front of people like at a Christmas where I'm just like, oh, no, no, no. I can't. Yeah. Like, I can't stomach it. I yeah, cannot. like wives berating their husbands yes, and things like that. I hate that so much. So do I. So do I. But I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> because I hate that, right? So the same story of the guy from my had the housewarming in Jersey. Um, he picked up very quickly. And any guy who dates me, I, I don't like public scenes, right? So right. if I have an issue with the guy, I'm not going to say it in front of people. I'm not going to say it in front of my friends, my family. I'm going to wait until we're together. Mm-hmm. And he picked up on that, so he would try to do shit or say shit, slick shit in front of people because he knew I wouldn't say anything back. Oh, really? Yes, yes. That's messed up. He would do it because he knew I wouldn't say anything back in public because that is like an Achilles heel. Like I, I, I can't go right, there right. in front of people, and so he would do shit. So I would have to be like, ah, oh, smile through it, and then he would dread. With you people leave. <laughs> but then why would you even do it? I know. I know. And I, it's, it's very childish. It's like, okay, Unless I'm being like, respectful. Yeah, it sounds like he's he's seen if he, how many cookies he can sneak in and grab. Yeah. How far he can push it. Yeah. It's very childish. And I he's really probably the only guy I've seen do that. And, and, and we had conversations about it. Like, he knew it. He's like, yeah, you won't. He liked that I wouldn't do it. But then he would use those opportunities to try to say some slick shit. And then I yeah. would have to eat it, but then I would murder him after. <laughs> like I'm that, like that doesn't make good sense to me. I wouldn't even like why. Why would you want the aftermath? Exactly. Well, he didn't think it. I guess he thought I would forget or something. <laughs> oh please! You're probably like grinding your teeth with that little morsel. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh no, no checklist. I got you, boo. Don't worry. I uh, listen. Yeah. We're gonna hug, hug, and kiss, kiss in front of these people. And sir, when that door closes, you better get on your fucking defense on the stand, <laughs> okay? Because I'm like, excuse me, what the fuck was that? Oh, yeah, he tried to play slick. He'd be like, oh, what do you mean? Oh, girl, listen. Yeah, well, he I did. Waste it's, your time. Yeah, it's very childish, very immature. You know, it's like, he's like, well, he's like, well, you can't win all the time. I'm like, well, get better at articulating your arguments. If you feel that you have something to say that's valid, then defend it and let me know. Defend your position yeah. and, and change my mind. But if you're unable to do that, well, that's not my fault. I'm right. Just don't pick a fight you can't finish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's, I, and I, and it was, it was childhood because it was like a mom, like, you know, like, it's like a kid. In the store, acting up. Oh yes, yes. And you know you're not going to beat your kid out outside. I'm like, and you only do this shit because you know that I'm not going to say anything. Right. No. See, you're you're raised like how I was like you keep it in the house. Yeah. But once I get up in that house, you like woo. Yeah, I'm like, I won't say, you know, so, you know, so, he, and, he, and he, oh my God, he's driving me crazy. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, first of all, this is embarrassing. Don't do that shit in front of people. Mm-hmm. And let's have our own private, you know, that's it. So I, I don't, in public, I won't at all. So like, you know, things are cool, but I won't. But when we're private, oh no, we're totally going to talk. Right. Um, right. Yeah, but he, and he knew that. And he said it to me. So then he would do, he was trying to do slick shit. I'm like, what the fuck? So pointless. 
Actually, 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 this is crazy. I remember that housewarming because a lot of stuff happened and people didn't realize. He had mentioned something in that housewarming that I didn't know about. And then you guys all looked at me. So he had um, said something. I don't even remember all the details, but it was something about like sending money in the mail or some large amount or something. And you and other girls were like, wait, what? And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. This is new. And, and you all looked at me, whatever he was saying did not sound copacetic. <laughs> and, and y'all looked at me and I was like, oh, we'll talk about it later. Like, shit, I don't know what to do. But it was like, he had done something that we probably agreed that he wasn't going to do, or he did it behind my back. Mm. And somehow it came out in like when we were in the housewarming party, but okay. whatever it was, it didn't. It sounded shady, like it didn't sound legit. So uh, my friends are looking at me, <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, we'll talk about it later." But like, because I I didn't want to talk about it then, right? But he he made it a point to say it then because he didn't want to get the shade from me later. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, he made it fun to say that in front of people that I guess he thought it was a feminist point, but nobody was on his side or everyone thought it like sounded like a bad idea. And I was like, yeah, that's what I fucking told him. Well, who too. would send large amounts of money in the mail? An idiot. <laughs> An idiot. It had something to do with like money. I can't, I can't remember the deal closed a long time ago, but I remember it was something that didn't make sense. I, and I remember... The reasons didn't make sense. And I, I don't think he even told me he was going to do it, but we had talked around the topic before and he wasn't supposed to do it. And for some reason, it came up in the conversation at the housewarming. And then all y'all was like, well, what? And looked at me. I was like, I don't know nothing about this. I don't know shit about this. I just, I don't know. And, you know, because it was like not a good thing to do, but he was stupid and he did it. So Why, why even bring it up? Why even bring it up? Because you're afraid to do it one on one because you know you're wrong, yeah. so you think if you do it in uh, in front of other people, you have an audience and they side with you that you'll be okay. Oh Lord, it's very childish. Yeah, very immature. Yeah, listen, don't let Gwen write her memoirs of dating. <laughs> don't let her like this podcast has touches on some of the stuff, but yeah, um, the memoirs of dating is are are wild, are wild, wild, wild. I always have. New York Times bestseller. They yeah, they're like, is this for real? I'm like, no, it's definitely for real. <laughs> um, it's definitely for real. Um, and there's more, <laughs> so much more. So yeah, so yeah. Anyway, so that was basically everything we had on the list. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I feel good. I'm glad we were able to chat. I know. So and give well, something people to listen to during this coronavirus takeover or lockdown. I know, you know, shout out, you know, everybody, while some of you guys who are not busy at home, uh, you know, definitely listen to the podcast, share it with your friends, like, subscribe, mm-hmm. um, do all of that. Also, I'm active on Instagram, so you can find me on the gram at Gwen Gabwith and at Gab with Gwen on Twitter. Um, and... Yeah, interact with me today Sunday. So you guys will see me online on Twitter. I'll probably be live tweeting about 90 Day Fiance, my favorite Ooh. thing. And, you know, we're out here. So, yeah. you know, stay safe. Wash your hands. Try to socially distance yourself. Yeah. Keep your yeah. hands away from your face. Yeah. And if, um, I got to figure out how to get some more wipes but and distilled <laughs> water. But I'll be figuring that out over the next few days. Uh, we're going to have to become innovative and creative during yeah. these times. 
Yeah. Survival of the fittest right now, baby. Bro. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. So anyway, it's been real. This has been episode 40 of Gab with Gwen, I think. It's going to be called Live Your Truth, unless I've named another episode I that think before. I that's good. I like that. Yeah, hopefully I haven't um, named an episode that before. I feel like I may have, so we'll, I'll double check. And uh, it's been real. Thank you to Miss Slim for coming Always through. Always a pleasure, girl. I'm glad it worked out. I know. And shaky there at first. I know, shaky. But listen, it's challenging us to use technology in different that's ways. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right, girl. All right. I'll talk to you later. Peace, everybody.